Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Elm Park Rolls podcast. It's been a bit of a mixed week, uh, ended on a bit of a high at the weekend, obviously against Hull City. We're going to go back to the Norwich City match uh, briefly, I know probably nobody really wants to go to that dark, dark place, but to help me talk about it, first of all, his, uh, I've got Naysala, hello. Hello, hello Paul, how you doing? Hi. Oh, I'm alright, I'm okay. Well, I'll ask you how you were, no one ever does. So. <laughs> well, I, I, do you know what, I feel in your love there, Nate, I really am, thank you very much. <laughs> and also been joined by Alex Everson, hi. Good evening, Paul. It should be a interesting one because we've got a mix of results. So going back to the Norwich match, oh, the first half, that was just... Have you seen anything more flat and absolutely dead? I mean, the atmosphere was dead because the team obviously didn't perform as well. Mm. But the whole team was just playing, I thought, at 30%. And the amazing thing is that Norwich didn't take advantage of it at all. No, I mean, it was just abysmal, wasn't it? I mean, from the very second I got in there, I thought, this place is dead. There's no one here. No one's really that bothered anymore. Red button um, action, isn't it? Now? Yeah, and then yeah. the players come out and they're playing, like you say, at maybe thirty percent, if that. And I was actually sat behind Clement. I normally do it once a season. I sit behind the dugout, just want to see what's going on. And he was as frustrated as everyone else. The players just weren't doing what he wanted to do, which he alluded to after the game. And there was just no pressure on Norwich. Nothing. No, there wasn't. And what did you think of it, Alex? The first half was yeah, slow was probably the best word I could describe for it. There's just no urgency, no desire to win any tackles, no creativity, no ideas, nothing really. Um, and it felt as soon as Norwich scored that we were going to struggle to create any actual chances. Yeah, I know that is exactly how I felt. I mean, it was kind of a collection of mistakes for the first goal as Liam Moore, Gunter, then ended up with a I'd say a Premier League standard finish from Perkins. It was a yeah, it was a very good he, finish. He was impressive actually. Yes, he I, was. I don't that like was talking good. about Norwich players, but he's he was actually impressed me. No, he was. I mean, he's on a great run of form, isn't he? But mm. the finish itself was quality. You can't. I don't think you can have any blame towards uh, Walker for that goal because that was right in the corner no. and he's left stranded. So, mm. but the reaction from the players was just there was nothing. There was a shot from Mate, but I mean, if you let that it in, was, it was the, kind of. Yeah. It was the body language, though, yeah. they, from the players. They just they were defeated. They knew that it was like, oh, we can't get there. Back goes to another this one. Now. Yeah, we can't do this anymore. We're... And you've got the wrong characters in the team to go one 0 behind at home. Gunter, Luco, they're not the sort of person you want in a in a battle. That's been proven now several times. So was... yeah, hard to disagree with you know, really, because <laughs> you can see, and obviously that will change in the next match, but. We then go into the second half, and I thought for the second half, first 20 minutes or so, I thought we actually, I mean, we didn't start to suddenly turn into Brazil or anything, but we looked better, tempo, and we, we looked like we had a plan. We seemed to knock the ball around nicely, and there was a kind of a plan. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how well they executed it, really. It seems to be a, it's very similar to a lot of our home games in the last 12 months, where we knock the ball around the edge of the box from wing to wing, basically waiting for some kind of space to open up and actually because we're playing one up front we never really see that space open up so we just waste the chance that we never really have made um, but we did manage to score somehow I'm not really sure uh, no. the, goal, the goalkeeping error for that was horrendous it was yeah um, 
and then we all kind of know what happened straight after that so yeah and then obviously Bodvarsson scores the goal and um, that was his first touch I think after coming on but uh, then concede uh, less than 30 seconds after was, the kickoff. Yeah. I mean, the, the goal that we conceded, that was... Uh, you could see that, and that was... You just thought, this sums up our last 12 months of complete and utter madness. It, it was a collection of errors of just the lorry totally... I don't know what he was doing. I think he was covering for Gunter. And he just gets taken out two or three times. Liam Moore kind of commits. Desmond doesn't, then he doesn't commit. Yadam stands there. It's all players. Just, everything was wrong about it. We ended up in this weird triangle shape <laughs> of defending, which I tweeted. And I'd, that's not formation. That's no. normally going to do good. It was, it was like a comedy sketch, yeah, to, to be honest with you. It was just like, like you tossers. I, was like, I, mean, I mean, if you listen to Della on the radio, I don't know if you've heard the commentary of how mad yeah. he went. Yeah. It's like, that was... I mean, Dell is hit and miss, but he got it pretty spot on there. It was like he was basically. You could tell how close he was to. Yeah, he was on the edge. He was on the edge because it's something you don't do in football. You just don't do that. You hold the ball, you sit back, you let them absorb the pressure because they're obviously going to come back at you. But you just sit back, relax, chill out. Mm. You've got back in the game. Brilliant. Now, what do they do? No, I just I just want to reenact that Della thing when he goes no 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 and <laughs> you just think it's something yeah. it's something that very nicely actually after the after the game I was listening to the, the uh, to uh, Radio Berkshire and they said after you've conceded after you you know got back into it and you've got your equaliser and you've become so used to conceding after kickoffs like we have stop the game do anything yeah. to slow the game down put it out of play make a foul. Do something like don't just let Norwich walk straight past you and, and no. take the lead again. It's just, I remember in the eighties, so uh, sorry, in the eighties when um, we played at Elm Park, and every time we scored, there was a player would go down. Martin Hicks was the man, <laughs> and he would go down and he'd sit down Clutching for a good something. couple of minutes on the halfway line, and it, it, astonishing the amount of times he recovered from this miraculous muscle injury, the magic sponge. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. but it's exactly what Alex is saying. It just gives you that time to clear your head slightly. And say, okay, yeah, we got ourselves in a position here. Let's just focus. Because you, obviously, if you score a goal, come back into a game like that, your mind's going to be slightly confused. And you think, yeah. okay, we've done it. So what they've done is they've gone and relaxed. And you just think, oh, and then they're just back to where they were. But even worse than where they were before. The, the, yeah, the, I mean, the problem it was, was killer to, the reaction that we had to them scoring was horrendous. There was nothing. It there was really just wasn't. completely defeat. But how did we all feel sat in the stands watching that? We all well, completely was, deflated us. I was, yeah, so it's going to deflate that. I'd lost it by that point. Yeah. I don't know about anyone else. Oh, I, I was the that. same. I completely lost it. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah. I heard that you. Yeah, you said that you did completely lose <laughs> yeah. the plot. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, there's been plenty of people in that stadium though, or watching it probably at mm. home. He just. No, you just go raging after that. Yeah. But I mean, you, you heard Clement after the game, who was furious um, at mm. everything that happened in, pretty much in the game. And he was naming players and stuff like that. And you know that's a sign of... He knows what the problem is, I think, now. Yeah. Luko Gunter he, are the problem. He did ring the changes, at least. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, so wasn't, it wasn't one of these false no. false dawns where he comes out, says something, and then yeah. doesn't actually talk like walk the walk after Yes. This. You've got things like a Luco falling over the ball, Paul, and, he's oh. seen, and he ends up sitting on it. Yeah. And it's like that sums him up, his career, Reading career. That, that is it. 
But the thing is, when he did that, you just thought, you just need to... Well, I thought this way before this, but you thought, you need to be dropped for your own sake. The fact that people laughed at him when yeah, he did that. Yeah, did. Like, That's why my reaction was to laugh. People laughed yeah. at him. No, nobody, nobody was like, oh, you've made a mistake. People just laughed at him. Yeah. He's on record That's, signing. That's where we're at And he's him, isn't it? falling yeah. over the ball. Right. But the thing is, there was no need for him to fall over the ball because he did, he'd done the hard work. All he needed to do was pass it to someone. Yeah, he'd already beaten the player. Yeah. He'd did done he get wiped up by Matey in the first half? For yes, he got yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. and, and again, everyone was just laughing at him then as well because it was like, oh, there's Sonny. Oh, <laughs> Good dear. old Sonny. Sometimes when you're in that, it's a dark humour, isn't it? You've got to because otherwise you get crazy watching your team. Yeah. But for Aluko, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because he hasn't... It's just not delivered at all. He's he's no. in deep trouble now, I think. He's, yeah. he's read in career. It probably might be over. I don't know. It's, don't di- know it's difficult to see what's going to happen with him, though, because yeah. it, he's he's got a long contract, if I remember. He signed four for four years, years when yeah. he signed. I don't see him going anywhere. No one... Who's going to sign him? It depends on how much of a loss we're willing to take. If we're willing to sell him for That's peanuts, true, then yeah. someone will take him. Yeah, if we are, and he's willing to think, actually, I'm going nowhere here, and I just want to play and be actually happier in my whole life, because I can't believe that he's happy playing at no, the moment. Can't it be. can't be. I mean, he knows he's been rubbish as well. Um, he knows all the fans think that, and it's difficult. I mean, you look at Sims, who comes in, obviously we now move on to the uh, Hull City match. Sims comes into that team and replaces Aluka. Mm. You've then got, obviously, Gunter being dropped as well yeah. which is two players who almost seem to be undroppable and yeah the players that come in from him made a big difference I mean no way would I have picked John O'Shea before the game probably but it worked in that yeah, game yeah. you know yeah. it was okay I mean helped it actually they've got Chris Martin up front he's got the movement of a dead slug but you know it's what you've got isn't it and who else do you play in that position but Sims I thought was decent you know, it didn't set the world on fire, but he was definitely better than Luco. What did you think of the changes? He's, he's, Sims is the winger that Reading have been crying out for for over a year. He gets the ball and he actually moves forward. Yeah. It's not the first. The first touch isn't to look backwards or look look in. He runs down the line and he actually tries to get to the byline. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent agree. Talk about going backwards. Swift came on and passed it backwards or mm. sideways and got booed, mm. which which I thought was an interesting moment because they'd seen the team going forward for the whole of the game, not incessantly obviously, but predominantly going forward. And you think, okay, there's a person come on who's been yap stammed, yeah, and he's yeah. still going sideways or backwards. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's true. But I mean, obviously, the start was the crucial thing in that one. Um, the early goal yeah. I was pretty confident Huge. after that especially against Hull who we have to put in front of everything we say about that game they are shite yeah. <laughs> and that, that is the best word for them they are one of the worst teams I've ever seen us play uh, in recent years in the championship in recent years they were terrible they had nothing about them they're going to struggle yeah. they're, they're going to struggle massively to stay up how they were above us in the table before <laughs> this game was a shock in all honesty um, they don't seem to have any, any kind of quality at the back and no, that was weird. They were weird at the back. It was we odd. cut them apart yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. Considering yeah. considering our lack of prowess <clears throat> going forwards, yeah. how poor must Hull be at the back? Yeah, to really have poor. gotten through them so easily. Yeah, I mean, if he would have come out of that game probably scoring four or five goals, um, maybe five goals, you would have said that's would have been not unfair. an unfair reflection. No. 
but which is yeah. wow, that's I bad just, for Hull. I just saw a different tempo from the beginning. It was the complete opposite of Norwich. I mean, even players like Liam Kelly who have struggled recently were, were going forward. They were looking up. Head was going up. Looking well, up one forward. person who was key to that was um, uh, someone close to your heart. Oh yes, yes, my my good friend, Ezra Tolu. Yes. Um, who I mean, I spoke to you before the game, um, mm-hmm. and I said, "He's a look. Don't worry about him. He's a bit like Jerry Vandenberg, but with a bit younger and a bit more fitness." That scared me. Yeah, though. and he and, <laughs> and and to be fair, for a period of that game, he reminded me of him a little bit. He was just solid. He was sturdy. He did the simple thing early on. As the game got stretched, and he got stretched, he, he got a bit uh, lightheaded, I think, and uh, yeah. the fitness came into play. But, I think it probably did as but well. But he's yeah. he will sit there. He'll pick up the ball. Have a little run. He can shoot as well, um, and I think he's going to be a huge plus. Yeah, hopefully. And like you were saying earlier, it's, it's, he wants to go forward, and his passing is ne- I don't it doesn't strike me as seeming one game. His pass is never going to be amazing, but if he can maybe put in some more simple passes sometimes, and not kamikaze diving into tackles, which he did in the second half a few times, he will do that. But <laughs> okay, for the, yeah, for the first hour, I was very impressed. Yeah, him. yeah, I think uh, he, was, he, he yeah. got the ball. He didn't didn't ever look under any pressure with the ball. Played a simple pass and just kept the ball moving. Basically, exactly what you want, isn't it? It's exactly the player that we've been looking for, and he's got the energy that Myler definitely hasn't got. Yeah, he's. I, I can't see how Myler gets back into this team. Very hard. Yeah, yeah. very hard. Uh, I, I've, yeah, if, you, if, you, if that team's going to keep playing, you know, hopefully improving slightly and getting a little bit better a bit more confidence I mean we've got two wins out of three that's that's not a disaster with the form that we've been in so if you you know if we can go by some miracle go to Brentford and get something which you know I'm not sure is going to happen we'll come on to that later but I can see signs of what they're trying to do with that team because finally we got even Liam Kelly looked okay as well he did, no, he did. I was impressed yeah. with Kelly he, he, did. He, did, he definitely was not playing in the same role that he's been playing in for the last I don't know, 10, 15 get matches. Mm. He seems to be, he, he was a lot more advanced against Hull. Mm. Um, you, you saw him on the edge of the box, like laying off passes, like to, um, who was it in the first half, to Bodvarsson very early yeah. on. It was, he was much, he just played in a much more advanced role and actually looked much better for it I mean, rather than playing that water carrier yeah. role. It might have yeah, something so to do yeah. with the, um, having more confidence in the holding midfielder. Yeah, more confidence so, so. in the fielder. Yeah, I think then you, right. you can go forward more. Yeah, I mean, it, what I thought the man of the match for me. I mean, I don't know what you two thought, but I thought Yadam was the man of the match because he just has that impact and he's got that consistency think, yeah. in his game. He set up a goal. He scored a goal, which obviously he's not going to do every week, but yeah. he's in the right place. I, th- I he's think he's got the confidence to do it. I think he's been man of the match a couple of times this season. He's I been, think so. yeah, he's been uh, what well, the shining light of the signings. I think. Who would so you say is man of the match? Level? Yeah, I'll be Yadam. Would you say yeah. it's difficult to disagree? Yeah. To be honest, Eden yeah. was the only other player that I was would <clears throat> even consider really putting up there would be Bodvarsson. Yeah, um, it's just positive. It's a positive wing back. Then that's what yeah. we that's what we need. But it's nice to go to a game and you think actually most of the players have got at least a six out of ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't see any yeah. of them that didn't get a six. And you think, well, that's okay. And if you're getting a few players going with sevens and eights, you're mm. going to start getting some results. Yeah, and even if it's not in that first one, if you do that for a consistent period of ten matches, you will pick up points. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's mean, also good to see Bulldog getting a few goals, mm, and, mm. and that kind of goal is the goal that everyone wants to see because those are the horrible goals, and they change the match. Yeah, it just you love the goals from thirty yards, obviously, but if you tapping in those horrible ones, it just makes your life so much easier. 
He, he's a quality player who needs someone competent with him. And when you've got Budvarsson with him, I think that's the combo you want. I thought that was his best game, Bulldog, yeah. he had for us. Strangely, it was yeah. on the wing. Yeah, which... it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Reading have this history of playing strikers on the wing. Yeah, He's done it, Graben's done it. Mm. Uh, Doyle did it a bit when he was here. Yeah, he did, it's, yeah. It's a strange, uh, strange phenomenon that we seem to play these marquee signings and then play them out of position. Yeah. Uh, it's like we don't know what to do with him or we'll sign a player like um, from Fulham who doesn't fit our system. I don't know who you're talking about, Paul. <laughs> yeah, he could we, that we've be. forgotten him already. He could that be. So I think everyone was feeling positive after that match. So the EPR was actually positive for once. So that was a minor miracle in itself because normally every single week when I do this EPR3 thing, you could basically repeat it. Because I think last time you were on, Alex, you said is really quite repetitive. It's like, it's, it's like watching the same same show it over is. and over again. It's just Groundhog Day sometimes. Watching a lot of them um, are coming in were saying about um, goodbye to Aluko and Gunter. I'm certain we're going to see Aluko and Gunter at some point, but not first team starters for Aluko. I would be surprised if we see Aluko back in the I'm, team. I'm Aluko I agree on, but Gunter we're going to see again. Because I, mean, I think yeah. with Aluko, you've got McCleary and Harriet nearly fit now. Yeah, that's, so that's a big he's point. under more pressure now. And he's not yeah. someone who can deal with pressure, I don't think. Both those players um, wiring me injury Well, they're made of glass, going but, forward. but. I hope not for their sake, but their history recently is not. The, been the, great. Fact, the fact that Sam Baldock played left wing on Saturday ahead of Aluko. It tells you all you need to know. If yeah. a striker is playing in your position ahead of you, you are not coming back into the team anytime soon. And you look better. Yes. <laughs> That's the most worrying yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you, um, yeah, a lot of people here were saying uh, about uh, drinking uh, a lot, obviously. Grafters win games. Season starts now from uh, math. Wow, I've only just seen that one. Oh. Is that a positive thing about Clement? I wasn't oh. expecting that. Hang on. Didn't know that was, didn't know no. that was there. Well deserved win. Um, uh, money's worth, yeah. Money's worth it. That's just it was value for money. It was yeah, value for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promotion is possible. Yeah, I think that's. I think you've gone early on only, the boost. Only ten there. points well, off. Was... Only ten points off top of the league. Top of the league. Oh, it's happening, Alex, so... isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely football is coming home. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that um, that Brentford game is a big one. How we need to approach it. Are we? Get, would you be happy with a <clears throat> close defeat? I mean, I wouldn't normally want to say this, but would you be? Good performance, for a good, yeah. A good performance is pretty much all I think we can hope for against Brentford. They're a really good home side, and if they finish outside the top six, it's got to be a disappointing season for them. Mm. Um, if we pick up points away to teams who are going to finish in the playoffs, that's a really positive result. Yeah, uh, totally. I mean, if we go to Brentford and actually come away with anything, I'd be uh, more than happy. I mean, they got some. Our record against them is abysmal, isn't it? I mean, last time we won there was 2015, and that was 3 1 Blackburn. That was the Nick Blackman day, yeah. wasn't it? Were you there, Nick? I was yeah. there, I was yeah. absolutely there. It was one of the best away days. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I'm pretty certain I was at Reading Festival. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes, yeah, it was Reading Festival weekend. Yeah, yeah that okay. was, it was one of the best away days in recent memory, though. It was really good. Really, yeah, really good. It hasn't been a lot in the last few years, has there? No. 
No. <laughs> but I mean, it's the last couple of opportunities to go to Griffin Park now. It's one of the last old, mm. old grounds there are. So yeah, they move to the new stadium soon, don't they? Yeah, and then it'll be so. soulless again, like we've got sometimes. Like ours, you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like our soulless plastic and yes. concrete bowl. Yeah. No, so I don't know. We've obviously going into that game, we're going to have, have to make some changes, aren't we? Because O'Shea is going to be coming out of the team because of his uh, red card. That's um, a difficult one yeah. to, to work out how, how Clement's going to be able to play that, I think. Yes. Yeah, I'm worried about that one. That's, that's my big worry. The yeah, who would you go for then? Problem, I mean, it depends who's fit. I don't think Black is back, is he? He's got another couple of weeks. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think um, Richards is fit either. Richards isn't fit. Uh, McShane, I, I think he's probably fit, but he's not in favour. No, um, he's fit in inverted yes, commas. I wouldn't bring he's him back on the bench or something. No, no, no. Clement no. said he's still injured, but no, I don't buy that. Yeah, no, I don't buy that for a second. Um, you could put Gunter back in. I guess that's that is the natural one, and go back to a four-four-two. But then you're changing the shape. You're going to be more open. I think you're not going to have a, a pack midfield. So it's real. It's a real tough one. Real yeah, tough it one. is. I mean, yeah, you're right. We could completely change the shape again because of that. But I mean, realistically, I think, I think Gunter's going to come back in. I think he's going to shuffle I around. Mean, could, could, could Bakuna end up at right back again? Oh, he's actually played. I thought he, he played at right K. back last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't trust him at right back. I mean, uh, I think any of the choices is going to be the best of them bad bunch of choices whatever we have to do on Saturday if he does go to a four four two and puts Bakuna in instead of Gunter then that tells you everything you need to know <laughs> if, if we go if if, if Bakuna is at right back I, I can't see his playing four four two. I think he'll end up trying to somehow makeshift Chris Gunter into a central defender oh no Ooh. you reckon I can. I could. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. I think. Stam did it a few times. He did. Yeah. He did. at right back, and then yeah. Gunter as the right of a central the, three. Yeah. But it's not impossible because you might think I've found something here, <laughs> and you need he to just, stick with he it. He has to stick to the shape. Yeah. The, the, another mm. option possibly is um, as a Toli as a three, the back. He can. He can play there. Yeah, but I think he's going to stick with what he had last week, though. I think he's going to stick with that and just see how it goes. Because mm. I mean, if we just can have Bodvarsson essentially up front. That's not exactly a bad tactic if you're playing Brentford away as well. I, so. I wouldn't want to lose a, a, what's seemingly a good holding midfielder against Brentford away. No, no, I don't think so. I think you you want to keep um, your uh, Iranian friend in there. Oh, yeah, I, I don't want to do it. I'm just thinking about the options we've got. Yeah, no, we that's right. I think he's probably the only one. I think of a, in, in a centre back. Yeah, come in. Um, I, yeah, because like I say, I can't think of any young players or anything we've got anywhere near no, it. So no. we had that Tom Holmes last season for one he's match. Gone. Didn't he's, we? he's gone now. He's disappeared. Where's he's, he gone? He's, he's, I think he's, he's, think he's back in he the under nineteens and twenties. Yeah, he's not. Um, that was such progressed. a strange moment. That was just that was, coming for one game. Yeah, that was Yap sending the message, wasn't it? Because Yakola came in for the same game, and it was like oh, send, yeah. send the message out. Oh, I do remember that game and uh, Adam Lafonia just ran him round for the first uh, half. Absolutely. As you would. I mean, a 17-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. against uh, an experienced player like but, him, you're going to get tortured, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, I've got a feeling he's going to go to a 4-4-2, you know, or, four, or a 4-5-1. I, I think yeah, I think he will end up going 4-4-2 and bring yeah. Gunter back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Gunter's going to come in and I think he's... I, yeah, I think I, I'm kind of contradicting. I think he's going to go with Gunter at right back. 
Ooh, I think it'll be it'll be it'll be a shame if we end up going back to four four two because I think Brentford will play us off a park. Yeah, yeah. And think, yeah. We'll, we'll end up losing comfortably, probably by three or four goals. Yeah, I know. Even, I, I know think we haven't lose. lost by more than one this yeah. season yet. But Brentford are, oh. are way better than any other team we've played yeah. this season. I mean, it's a bit of a full story, though, saying that we've had been close and everything by one goal. Because, only lost by one. I wouldn't yeah. say been close. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I know you realise. Well, you're about to say fine margins. Were you about to say fine margins? Don't do that. I should say fine margins. Yeah, that's his, that. one of his favourite yeah. things. Um, Gunter, if he's at right back, will be destroyed by uh, Watkins. The Brentford winger, he's a very, very good player. Yeah, well, they got Morpé as well. He's got eight goals in seven matches. He's a huge. He's only worry. twenty-two years old as well. And he was cheap. French. He's gone through the whole of the French international he was cheap, underage system, and you think his their scouting system is just so much better than ours. It's what ours used it's, to be. It's it's Reading scouting system from yeah. ten years ago, pretty much. Their, their, bus- their yeah. business model is sign young player, sell them for. Triple the value we, mm. uh, we we bought them for, which works for them. It keeps them in business. Wow, well, that is profitable. a shit hot plan, isn't it? Because yeah. it works. Yeah. It's money ball, basically, isn't it? I you don't think they're in too much financial debt either. I think they're doing quite well for themselves, Brentford. I think they're all right. Yeah, well, you'd hope the new stadium yeah. would be okay. I mean, Brentford, I know some people try to make it up to be some kind of local derby, but. Um, it's, really it's like the Bristol City one, isn't it? It's like it's the Bristol. Really not. It's desperate. <laughs> yeah. They're desperate to try to make it. Calling that a local derby is, yeah. is having a derby because they're in the south of England. Yeah. Yeah. Like the M4 derby. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, we need someone. I wish we did have someone who we could actually. Um, well, it's not. It's not going to be Oxford, is it? It's definitely no. going to be Oxford, given their start. <laughs> but then we don't. But then even after all that, we don't really have one now, do we? Because it's so long since we played them. No. Them and Swindon, you kind of. And even even they care about more about each other. Yeah. Because they play each other so often now, don't yeah. they? In the lower echelons got, of football. It, it got really <laughs> desperate pre-season. Do you remember when we were playing Fulham at Oldershot and some of the Oldershot oh. fans were really up in arms about this? <laughs> like, we have not had a rivalry since the 70s, I don't think. I mean, come on. God, I remember going to Oldershot and I was wow, this is like me going back to the 80s in this week. <laughs> I don't know why. I remember them playing Oldershot in the 80s, but yeah, that was not really... I mean, that's yeah. desperate, isn't it? That's desperate stuff. I mean, they're, they're really yeah. screwed Oldershot because they've got no one yeah. around them, have they really? Did Trevor Senior scored his favourite ever Reading goal against Did Oldershot he? when I was there. Wow. Yeah. Was it a looping header? In a header? freight rover trophy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's such a rent. <laughs> I'm slightly ashamed that I know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But there we are. So, I uh, asked on the poll how many of you uh, who'd want to start, and uh, Gunter, McShane, or other against Brentford... And uh, 48% of you went for other. No one, has, no, no one has a good suggestion as to who other no. is, but no, other just sounds preferable to Gunter where, 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 where do we sign him from? Yeah, he, well, he... I get him in on a free. If Harry was here, he'd get him one of the six-week deals. <laughs> it's kind of no problems at all. Dog would sign him. Yeah. Did you say Harry? We're yeah. in enough trouble <laughs> financially as it is. No. He could be our next manager. No, you just don't know. He does know the guy, um, oh, what's his no. name? Nanny. He does know him. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's, they're linked. No. What? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that. It'd be good for us. Just imagine Harry Redknapp. Oh, no. Harry Harry Redknapp and Jim Smith. Is he Head still alive? Out the window, transfer deadline day. Is Jim Smith still oh. alive? Is Jim Smith still alive? Jim Smith still alive? Wow, that is a question, isn't right. it? <laughs> Listeners, is Jim Smith still alive? I'm not going to Google it. You have to tell us. No, I'm not looking at that. Jim Smith, wow. <laughs> they were at Portsmouth together. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Before he screwed well, them. <laughs> screwed them completely over. We can't say that, can we? But, well, um, no, we can't. So. Allegedly. 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 No, but let's say that's on your back, not He much. allegedly screwed <laughs> them over. His dog did so. I remove, I slightly deflect the blame from those ones. I have no attachment to those comments by Nate Seller. <laughs> yeah. Or his dog's offshore bank account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dog is amazingly clever. Very good. You know Very those good. dogs that go the helping dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Which are quite nice, yeah. 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 Oh, can you type? Yes, you can type. Excellent. <laughs> by being texting. Yeah. It does it all. I honestly, that dog should play it front for us. It'd be amazing. If Harry comes in, he probably will. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I've seen some players play up front for us over the years who probably better. How Robson Connor? How Robson God, did you see that thing by Nicholas Bignall this week? And he actually, no. he's, he's colour blind. You're colour blind, yeah, playing football instead of getting major problems he had with it because he couldn't distinguish between the two oh, teams. A, that is a struggle, isn't that it? That is colour blind. It explains a lot as to why he never made it. It does. No, yeah. it's a serious point. There's an actual article about it saying how he suffered from it. And you think, yeah, that would be... I mean, I can't imagine, obviously, not being colourblind. But you think, yeah, that must be really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah I, 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 You're I, full I, of facts today. I am. Yeah, most of them are completely pointless. But <laughs> it's kind of... It doesn't matter. It's still a fact. It's still a fact. Yeah, thanks for backing me up. Yeah, right. yeah, I appreciate that. So, Brentford away. <sighs> what are we all predicting then? Uh, what are you going for, Alex? If we play 4-4-2, I will go for Brentford being as 4 one. If we play five at the back, then I will say we'll lose one now. Wow, that's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. What are you going to say then, Nath? Mm. I'm going to go for a narrow defeat. I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1. Two two okay. Yeah. Go, yeah, I, I don't really feel very optimistic about this at all. Um, Brentford... Uh, crazily good at home our record against us is pretty good um, we're as weak as wow just weak aren't we um, but I've said that in the last three away games we haven't lost no. so that is a positive mm. um, I'm going to go for a 3-1 to Brentford yeah yeah I can't I think even if we lose it's not does it matter it obviously it matters if we lose but QPR is that's the biggest yeah, massive yes much more QPR important. game is much bigger yeah we must talk about that yeah. because that is I know it's a bit of a distance away but that is a huge match if we manage to get three points there everything becomes so much easier mm-hmm. then you've got a couple of home wins and the confidence then you say okay we don't have this on our back anymore we can start to relax slightly and not fear home games the, the worry with QPR is bar last night when they played in the cup they've been alright after a shaky start I mean, they lost, was it 7-0 to West yeah, Brom? Yeah, they had a beating um, there. Yeah. But they've been better. And since they signed Hemed and Wales, they've been fairly decent. So that, that's the worry there. Yeah, I watched the game on Saturday when they played uh, Norwich. I watched it on TV. And there really wasn't that much in it. Norwich were a bit better, but it wasn't a vast gap that you no, think, not, oh, QPR are going to get yeah, battered here. QPR don't look like the relegation candidates everybody made them out to be after two no. games. I think they'll be all right. No, I don't think so. I think they'll be steady mid-table, probably. Mm. I mean, unless they get some horrific run, which is always possible. But they've got a few goals there with those two players you just mentioned. I just think they'll be okay with Hemmer and Wells. If they stay fit, you're going to get at least 20 goals from those two together, aren't you? I Mm. think. You would hope so. It it feels like a much bigger game, that QPR game. If we lose against QPR, it, it 
doesn't make the whole game completely irrelevant, but it does put us back into the same. You're back to square range. one, aren't you? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Confidence to be gone again. Yeah. yeah. No, You're back to square one on that one. That's crucial. Yeah, I mean, I hope that we obviously get the win there. So it's just the performance on Saturday is kind of important. We don't want to go to Brentford and get battered. Because if you go there and get battered, it doesn't matter how you've done in the previous games. It's going to affect us going into the QPR one because our confidence at home is uh, weak, very weak. And there won't be many people there for, you for the QPR match. It's just the way it is with midweek games and just general Reading games. Cause well, it's since the red button coverage came in, it's what motivation have you got to go? It's really difficult. No, I, I get that. Even if, that, you, I get even that. if you have a season ticket. Yeah? If, yeah. You, if you have a season ticket and you're coming to games currently, fair play because it's... Mm. You know, it's been dire for yeah. over a year, and you can sit at home and watch it on your couch after you've got home and work. Yeah. Even if you have a ticket, it's probably not costing you that much just not to go. No, it's, no, I can totally understand. I think it's only going to get worse when the weather gets worse. Yeah, wait, wait, wait for the midweek games at the end of November. Oh yeah, or February. Be, that's a real That's a hard sell, mm. isn't it? Yeah, no, no, I can totally understand why people do it. I don't, I'd never criticise anyone for not going. If we get a midweek game like we had against uh, Sheffield United last year when it was minus nine or minus ten or whatever it was. That was cold, wasn't it? I can't can't imagine many people are going to be rocking up that. And I think it's going to be a nationwide problem. I don't think it's just going to be us. It's going to kill a lot of attendances midweek. No, I agree. Um, I think it will have a big impact. It'd be interesting to see how that goes. This is slightly bigger than Reading FC, so I've moved it slightly. But it will be interesting to see how it goes because you know people who go to regular away matches are thinking do I want to go to like yeah. when you went to Blackburn Alex were you thinking if you could watch it at home what would you do now would you yeah go? I mean it, had I been to Blackburn before it would have been very difficult to be like oh I really want to head 200 miles up north mm. on a it, Wednesday night it's hard to justify isn't it the petrol the yeah, travel cost whatever or I can sit at home and watch it on the red button for free. It's yeah, no, it's, so it makes sense. I mean, the thing is about going to away matches, though, isn't it? It's the whole day, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like you go with yes, mates or yeah. whatever. And it's not just, I mean, sadly at the moment, the Reading game is just a, a blot on the day, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of yeah. normally. It's kind of like, oh, this uh, two hours, don't let this two hours kill the day. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. And I'd be interested to know what Sky have done to compensate clubs finances because obviously it's a much bigger deal that's yeah. the one thing so they, they must be they must otherwise the clubs would have kicked off massively yeah. about it if there wasn't massive financial I suppose there were so many illegal streamings of games wasn't there and it was starting to come into the championship mm. they think what do we do do we it's, join the party or ignore it it's only for the championship games though isn't it it's not yes. league one and league two yet yeah, but there was another thing about League One, wasn't there, when it went into an international break, didn't it? They showed the game Saturday yes, as well. Yes, yes, they did. So they, did. they weren't happy with that. But hopefully we won't have to discover League One next season. No, we'll be, we'll be okay. <laughs> I'm still not feeling incredibly <laughs> confident that that won't be the case. Cautiously optimistic is yes. what I'm saying yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. I think that's... Yeah, I'm kind of blindly optimistic. <laughs> I, I, I think QPR will tell you a lot about where if, our season's going to go. I agree. If, yeah. if, if we fall back to where we were against Norwich and uh, Sheffield Wednesday and Bolton against QPR, then we're in deep. It, it, tells you t- it tells you what you need to know about this season. Yeah, yeah it's just a team that can turn up for the occasional match and not sustain it, which is, uh, when you look at the team, there's more than a few signs that say that. The results, the performances, so... Thing is I, though, think, I, mean, I think if you offered, if you sat there and offered me three draws in the next three games, I'd snap your hand off. 
So you can look at it, <laughs> you know, West Brom. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. two draws, I would. Yeah, I'd be, I'd go. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, definitely. West Brom and Brentford away is that's horrible. Yes. Two away games. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, but having said that, what would you, what would you rather have? Would you have three draws? I think you've had this someone like this one before. Three draws or one win against QPR. I said three draws. Confidence of getting something away from home. No, I, th- I, I think I I'd take probably the take the win against QPR. Yeah, because the, the home factor. And you get that off your back. And I don't feel like I don't feel like many people are going to be expecting anything out of QPR, uh, out of West Brom or Brentford anyway. No, I don't think so. Mm. I mean, some people will be. I can see the logic in taking yeah. three draws, being unbeaten yeah. in four it's games. Also, yeah. it's, it makes sense. It's, it's one half of one half yeah. of the other, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. There's no. I don't think there's a wrong or right, really, is there? Let's get <laughs> a win at Brentford first. And then we'll <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if we do that, yeah, yeah, that'd be typical. We do that, then lose at home to QPR. That would be. Uh, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, so that'd that be sounds very that reading. sounds typical, Reading. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, we will be back uh, next week. Thanks a lot.